This season on the Set Yourself Free podcast, I am so honored and thankful to have six experts on nervous system regulation, what in the world it is, why it matters, and how to learn to work with your brain and your body so that you can feel really safe to earn more, to keep more, and to expand. As someone who went from zero to 10K months in the online space in less than a year, I knew nothing about this, quite frankly. I'm trained as a therapist. I have my master's in counseling. And yet after my first 10K month, I had a massive contraction and I had so much shame around it. I didn't know how to regulate. And so I am super proud of this season and honored that each of these guests are sharing their wisdom, their vulnerability, and their experiences with us. You're going to walk away knowing exactly how to implement in your own business and use these tools so you can create your own version of freedom. I'm Lola Pickett, CEO of Moon and Manifest, and my brand is all about empowering sensitive visionaries to partner with their nervous systems, overcome all of their patterns of protection, and achieve personal success in the name of collective good. So it's all about changing the world one person at a time. And I really believe that that is internal to us. And if we don't have a good relationship with our nervous systems, then we really can't affect change personally or collectively. So I'm really excited about today's conversation because it's going to be right in line with everything I believe in and everything that I'm focused on. And I'm super happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. So this is the perfect conversation for you to be having and sharing. So I'm so honored that you're here. And I would love for you to share just a little bit of if someone doesn't know much about nervous system regulation or even that phrase, they're like, I don't know what that means. Could you just talk to someone who really doesn't have a basis for it? Absolutely. So how I view the nervous system is basically our internal control panel. Everything that we experience filters through the nervous system. That's our sensory system. It's our motor system. It basically controls how we live our lives. And so a lot of times people will get into maybe like a personal growth process and they'll think that mindset, for example, is the thing that they need to focus on. But that's only one piece because the nervous system innervates our entire body. It's not just about the brain. It's about our uh, physical senses, our taste, our touch, our hearing, our sight. And those are the things that really dictate how our life experience goes in many, many ways, right? Internally, at least. And so when you talk about nervous system regulation, something I think that's really important in this conversation, especially if you're not familiar with this idea, is that I believe that we're not really trying to become like regulated robots when we talk about nervous system regulation. It's not about being calm all the time or being absolutely free of fear or completely done with our anxiety, although those would be nice sometimes. What I really believe it is, is it's a partnership. So what nervous system regulation means to me, at least, is understanding what your nervous system is doing as it's controlling your daily experience and then being able to partner with it in ways that take you out of ineffective patterns that you've either learned or habituated to or have been installed in you thanks to trauma. 
and being able to be in more um, dynamic partnership with what's going on in your body so that you can participate more fully in your life. Mm, I love that. And that's so easy to follow in terms of, you know, if somebody's never heard this concept before or, you know, maybe has dipped their toes a little bit, but doesn't really understand. So I love that idea of partnership and how we can really befriend ourselves, you know, is how I, I like to look at a lot of different things because so many of us live outside of our bodies or outside of our experiences. And so I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit more of how you help people to really like integrate and come back to themselves. Cause I imagine that's a lot of the work that you do. Yeah, it is for sure. And I love the concept of befriending yourself. I am so on the same page with you on that and how that looks in any relationship. What a friendship or intimacy requires is integrity and honesty. And so the first part of understanding what's going on with your nervous system, with your defense mechanisms, with how you're operating your daily life is to be an integrity to yourself and to be honest with yourself about what choices you're making, what might be motivating those choices, what actions are those choices leading you to take or not to take, and what stories are you creating around those behaviors that you're you're either habituated to or you're choosing to engage in. And this is a really hard part of the process. I have a whole module in my program that's focused on boundaries. And a lot of people think that boundaries are about other people. It's like, this is what you need to set with other people. But as with anything, it starts with you. And I love to tell people that the biggest violator of your boundaries isn't somebody else. It's you. And so part of befriending yourself is starting to hold boundaries with yourself, starting to have real meaningful conversations about where things are on and off track, where your expectations are misaligned with what's happening in your circumstances, where you might be bypassing some challenging conversations or sensations. Mm -hmm. These are all really important pieces to starting to get to know yourself and starting to have a real relationship with what's going on in your body. So many of my clients and my community members are completely, first of all, oversensitized to everything mm -hmm. outside of them and desensitized to everything that's inside of them. And that's happened for any number of reasons, but it's a way of avoiding intimacy with the self. And if we're going to affect positive change in our lives, it can't come from outside. Otherwise, we'll never find satisfaction with that. So we've got to start having these hard conversations and and being honest with ourselves about who we're being. Mm. That's one of the most important questions I think we can ask ourselves is, who am I being right now? And what do I need? Mm. We come from a selfish culture that tells us to be selfless and empty of ourselves. And it's so mm. mixed up and it's so confusing. So to be a little selfish in a meaningful way and focus on what it is that you need, who you're being, how you're being, how you want to show up. This is a really important part of the rewiring and repatterning process that I teach. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm Shelby Lee. I'm here in Bend, Oregon in the United States. And I am a coach and a trained somatic psychotherapist supporting mostly coaches and therapists these days. However, I am one of those multi-passionate people that has many hats. So often I'm supporting healthcare practitioners, but mostly my mission is helping people learn how to regulate their nervous systems, whichever capacities they're in, so they can really feel settled and soothed and at ease as they're 
meeting their work or meeting their relationships, meeting their lives in a way that feels really, really good. So I do that through all sorts of trauma awareness, trauma-informed care and sessions that look like consults or coaching sessions that also kind of look a little like therapy. I'm so thankful that you're here. For those people who've been listening since the beginning, Shelby was on an early season of the show And it's just so needed to be having this conversation around nervous system regulation. So I'm curious if you can tell people kind of your basic formula or way you would describe what even is nervous system regulation if someone's not familiar with it. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that because on one hand, it's so awesome because so many people are talking about it right now on social media and when they're talking about their work. And on the other hand, a lot of things I'm seeing aren't exactly regulation, even though people are calling it that. I would say regulation is just in its most simplest form, being able to be present, to be connected, to be curious, and in its best forms, feeling at home in our bodies, able to access our deepest wisdom, to breathe in a way where we are feeling supported, where we're feeling able to meet the day's needs with our full presence and energy. Uh, We're not getting sucked into past ruminations and thoughts and emotions connected to things that happened in the past. We're not getting overwhelmed by things we're pushing towards in the future. We're steady right here, right now, able to meet the demands and needs and lovely things of every single day. Mm, that's such a good definition and potentially brings up a lot for a lot of people of like, what if I am living in the past? What if I am recreating the past through stories and anxious about the future all the time? So I'm curious how you best help someone to even begin to get toward present moments. Yeah. Yeah. So first, just say, like, how could you not? How could you not be overwhelmed (laughs) right now in 2021 by past and future? It is a miracle we're all functioning even a little bit. So we start there and just acknowledge the load that we're all carrying, the stress that we're carrying. I don't know anyone that isn't impacted by Things happening right here and right now and also overwhelmed by past events that, you know, influence how we each cope with what's happening. So um, a lot of validation is key to just go, oh, others are feeling this too. Mm -hmm. I am not alone. Mm -hmm. I have gotten to hear by now. Okay, I'm going to keep being able to move through this. What support do I have internally and externally? So. First, we look at things really basic, like what resources, what kinds of things can I lean into that help me be able to breathe more fully, help me feel like someone's got my back, help me feel like I can connect with the earth beneath my feet, just help me feel my own heart, you know, Mm -hmm. feel my purpose, my mission, because a lot of folks right now are feeling kind of lost, you know, and so what resources do I have, whether it's in my own body my environment or my network of humans or Mm. pets (laughs) or trees that really help me uh, 
go, okay, I can take one more foot forward. I can do one more day. I can vision this next quarter, you know, step by step, one resource at a time. And then my real focus, the way that I love to be supported in my own nervous system and the way I like to support others is through co-regulation. And so self-regulation is great, but it's not actually super accessible for people with a lot of complex and developmental trauma. There are all these messages out there of like, you need to self-regulate to feel centered and supported. But the reality is it's really hard to self-regulate if we can't co-regulate that often has to come first. And what that means is being able to be with another, to lean on them, to let them lean on you, to be in the presence of others where we feel more safe. We feel more like we can be ourselves. We can be at ease. And this naturally happens as babies in the presence of our primary caregivers. And we learn how to regulate our nervous systems. We learn how to manage our emotions. We learn how to feel supported and attuned to. We learn how to feel celebrated and how to move through the world when we are able to lean into another, feel safe in the presence of another. But for a lot of folks with developmental trauma or complex trauma, multiple types of trauma that happen over the course of time, that ability never got installed. <laughs> And so we have to remember or even learn for the first time how to be in connection and present with another so that we can start letting our systems regulate. It's a very deeply biological process that we're supposed to get. We're supposed to learn from the, from even before we were born. (laughs) And when we don't have that, we get to do that in the presence of another. And so that's how I love working is being in the presence of another, building trustworthy relationships, finding ways to connect with a sense of safety that isn't overwhelming and build from there. My name is Jen Underwood and I am an emotional mastery coach. Online, I go by the emotional dominatrix and I like to joke that I make people cry for a living and then teach them how to like it. (laughs) But I'm like, gentle, safe ways. (laughs) But I work with people often around leadership and their businesses, really helping people to navigate and learn how to find safety in the full range of their emotions and to regulate their nervous systems, to ground into their bodies, to move trauma out of their bodies, and to notice all of the ways in which we are often acting out of strategies and getting in our own way in life and business. Yay, I'm so excited that you're here. And this is the perfect conversation to be having with you because I know this is your wheelhouse and something that you work with clients on all the time. So for the lay person or the person that's kind of new to this world, how would you briefly describe what nervous system regulation even is? Yeah, so nervous system regulation is basically a state of just like in and out breathing, right? Like it's like everything's just kind of calm and centered and grounded. That's like fully regulated. Um And then it's almost easier in many ways, I think, to describe dysregulation, which is 
is when we are having kind of like big, when we have trauma reactions, basically, right? So that looks like going into flight, freeze, bite, or fawn reactions, where we're actually having a somatic response of fear, and then acting from that place. So beautifully described, and I couldn't agree more. I think oftentimes it's like what it's not or how anything in life is like we figure out oftentimes what we do want based on what we don't want or we're in something where like, oh, it's not this, not this thing. That's not what I want. So I think that's so relatable too, right? Because if somebody is new to this, like they're probably familiar with some of what their patterns are and finding themselves maybe in a reactive cycle or a fear-based shutdown cycle or something where we can tangibly see those ways that it's manifesting in our lives and some stuff that we maybe don't love and don't want. And I, I, I mean, I know that the way through so much of this is befriending ourselves and making peace with exactly where we are which I think a lot of clients like want to punch me in the face when I tell them things like that. And (laughs) I'm sure the same is probably true for you. So I'm curious if you have any tips of, you know, a client comes to you and they're feeling like really dysregulated and how you walk them back to safety within their bodies. Yeah. It's so interesting. I think you're right. Like it's so much easier to talk about like the ways that we don't want to feel And in some ways, it's so much easier to be in the ways that we don't want to feel than it is to get to that calm, regulated place. Mm -hmm. For a lot of us, that's very foreign and can even be scary and feel really unsafe in and of itself. So when I'm working with clients and they, they are in that dysregulated state, we can do a number of different things. One is just to bring awareness to what is happening. So is this like, what kind of, what dis, what kind of dysregulation is this? Like we want to look at that. Is this a freeze response where with my client, with my clients, it might look like they are, spending all day watching Netflix rather than working on their business, right? That's very like disassociative, like tends to be more freeze response. Or is it a flight response where they're like, I was up until 2am last night working on my sales page and it has to be perfect. And I have to figure this out. So first thing we want to do is figure out even what's happening. And then the second thing I do is usually live under like, what are the thoughts? that are causing that. And from there, we can kind of start to pull apart those thoughts and then get into the body and do some actual somatic regulation tools. But I have found with my clients, most of the time we have to actually start in even bringing the awareness and figuring out what's going on before we can even get into the body stuff. Yeah. Well, it's hard to change what we're not aware of, right? I mean, next to impossible. (laughs) Yeah, basically. And we have to bring our mind on board because you don't want to be doing like, I feel like this is how a lot of people talk about meditation, quite honestly, is it's like, oh, like this horrible thing where you're sitting there and you're like struggling and you're in pain. And that's because we don't often have our minds like on board in the process. The same can be true for traumatic embodiment, any kind of trauma work, embodiment work, 
where if we don't bring our minds in, we can't really regulate our bodies. So even just like helping my clients be like, this is what we're going to do. And this is why we're going to do it. And here's what's happening and notice the thoughts that are going on. It then helps them regulate their bodies easier. Hi, I'm Renee Mace. I'm the Worthiness Queen, and I help leaders and entrepreneurs feel their relationship with money and success, all from a place of deep rooted worthiness and nervous system regulation. Yay, I'm so excited that you are here, Renee. And for all of our listeners, Renee is a returning guest, which is super fun <laughs> and just like full circle as the podcast has evolved. So I'm just honored that you are back and really getting to dive into your area of expertise on this conversation around nervous system regulation. So excited to be back. It feels so full circle. I feel like so much has just changed since season one. So it's really cool. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So excited. So here's where I'd love to start is if you can just dive in a little bit of how you would explain nervous system regulation to someone who has like no real understanding. Maybe they've heard that phrase, but like, don't really know much about it. Yeah. So I would break that down into two parts because sometimes I feel like these terms get lost in the sauce in the online and coaching space. So I would break it down into two different pieces. The first piece would be somatic processing. Our emotions are stored in our body. Old stories, old beliefs stored in our body for years and years and years through trauma and through just life, really things happen and sometimes we don't process it. We don't get, we don't have the tools to safely process something. And that memory, that, that belief, that story is stored in our body. So learning how to access the body, the specific stories, your body's, your body holds and being able to process that safely, um, that, that didn't happen before. So being able to process that safely in your body, that's a somatic processing. And then nervous system regulation would be, oh my gosh, this thing happened. I'm, I'm triggered. And how do I calm down? How do I, let's say, oh, I hit a new income record and oh my God, my body is doing some, something. My body's feeling a certain kind of way. How do I get this to relax and, and calm down and kind of talk myself through this process? And then actually, I, I want to say a third piece would be nervous system mm. maintenance. Maintenance is just the things that you do on a day-to-day basis, habits that you instill um, to instill a sense of safety in yourself. So for example, I go to yoga, I go to, what is it? Restorative yoga every single week, because right now that just makes me feel safe and that makes me feel good. And my body gets to relax and it just instills a sense of safety in me. So that's something uh, I would put under maintenance. So somatic processing, nervous system regulation, and nervous system maintenance. I would categorize categorize it that way. Mm, I love that. And I think that's really helpful for everyone to see in terms of like, whether you're brand new to this work or you have more of an understanding and maybe you like are in more of that phase of like really understanding that I need maintenance and like, what are those things that I'm doing each and every week or every day for my body to feel really safe and nourished, right? Like, And it kind of goes in and out of seasons too, where sometimes we almost have amnesia and forget that we know all these things and have all these tools and then we have to relearn. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is your favorite part of this work in terms of like, I know this is so much of the work that you do with your clients. And I'm just curious if you have like a favorite part of this work or 
some type of change or shift that you just absolutely love working with clients around? You know what? I just love, I know this is like probably cheesy and cliche, but I just love seeing like crazy client results, like just stuff that people didn't think was possible for them, whether it's a six figure, signing a six figure client client, or having the highest cash month or working less or whatever it is. Or I was working with someone who's like, wow, I feel like I love myself for the first time. Just like those results that they just didn't think were possible. Like that, like seeing that happen and then being able to, sorry, my second favorite (laughs) is when clients come back to me, like they'll DM me or something be like, Hey, like I'm still doing this. And like this, this has stuff, you know, like I'm still sustaining this and seeing that they're just able to grow and, and not just have like a big income month or just have like one time one over here and be able to say, Hey, like this is part of my life now. I've embodied this and this is, this is for life for me. So seeing my clients thrive. It's (laughs) It's so good. It's just like the most rewarding thing on the planet. I mean, to me, I'm like, I don't know what compares. (laughs) No, literally, literally just them saying like, so I'm thinking of one client in particular now. She's like, I've done so much work around money and I've done so much work around this and I'm still feeling stuck. And finally, like we had, we just did a VIP day and she was, she was just like, within 24 hours, she was just so changed. And I'm like, yeah, those tangible results. It's like, you just can't get enough. I love it. So my name is Krista Bevan and I am a coach primarily for cycle breaker moms, but really anyone who's interested in doing the foundational work of nervous system regulation. This is work that is near and dear to me because it is the thing that helped completely transform my life. And so it's something that I am passionate about again in my own life, but also teaching to clients. I am a certified TRE provider, which is tension and trauma releasing exercises, which is one of the modalities that I teach to clients in doing nervous system regulation work. And I'm just really passionate about how our body holds on to things and how we can work with our body to release things to live our best lives. I am so excited that you're here, Krista. And I know we're going to have such a great conversation because this is work that you embody as well as get to work with clients on each and every day. So thanks again for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, let's dive in with just some basics. So let's say somebody is new to nervous system regulation and they've maybe heard that phrase, but they don't really understand what that is. Could you explain that in a simple format to our listeners? Yeah. So nervous system regulation is the idea of sort of living your life from a home base of feeling calm and safe and able to connect with others and not feeling dysregulated. So sometimes it's actually easier to think about what it is when we talk about what it isn't. So Mm -hmm. symptoms of dysregulation are things like anxiety. They're things like depression. They're things like oscillating back and forth between anxiety and depression, things like hyperreactivity, sort of exploding or becoming uh, sort of overreactive to situations whether that's in aggression or it's in things like shutdown and wanting to hide under the covers for days on end, right? So those are all sort of things on either end of the spectrum of what we would consider dysregulation when you're living most of your life like that, right? And nervous system regulation is about being in that sort of happy, cozy space in the middle where we're able to deal with the stressors of life without really getting knocked off our core, 
right? And able to return to that place of feeling confident in the world without being so overwhelmed by things that happen to us. Uh, that's super helpful. So if someone's listening and they're like, oh, what? Oh my gosh. Okay, Krista, I don't have to be depressed all the time or anxious all the time or reactive all the time. And this is like a whole new concept for them. And they're like, oh, I want that. But I feel so far away from that as my reality. Do you have some simple tips or a simple tip of where you would suggest someone start with this work? Yeah. So the breath is a really great place to start because it's something that's accessible to all of us at any point, anywhere, anytime. Right. And it's something that we have a lot of control over. And so simply becoming aware of your breath and noticing oftentimes how you're holding it when you're in a state of dysregulation can be a really powerful place to come to because then you can start to change it. Right. And you can specifically start to slow your breathing down and focus intentionally on long exhales, which are going to help you come into a place of regulation pretty quickly and easily. That is super helpful and something I remind clients of all the time and myself, because I need these reminders just as much. But I think it's so great the way you explain of like what it's not or the feelings that maybe we don't want to have. Cause I think those are the places where then we become aware, like, Oh, there's a different way. Um, and I want more of this regulation that Chris is speaking of and living out. Right. Like, and I think that's so often with so many things in our lives, right. It's like the absence of something or something we don't like, we discover like, Oh, maybe this is something that I want more of in my life. My name is Dr. Lee Cordell. I am a doctorally prepared nurse practitioner and a certified clinical trauma professional and uh, am the CEO of the Institute for Trauma and Psychological Safety. So in the work that I do, I help humans release shame, really understand how their past painful learning is affecting them in their present situation and create a life that like feels really, really good to live um, from a relationship standpoint, both the relationship with themselves and the relationship with other humans. Amazing. I'm so glad that you're here and so excited to dive into this conversation. Yes, me too. So first question, especially because you focus on trauma, can you talk to us for like the lay person, the person that's just stepping their toes into this? Like, how would you explain trauma and nervous system regulation in like a easy way? Sure. Yeah. So um, I think the the thing that I really like to preface this with is a lot of people, when they hear trauma, they think like car accident, right? Like I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm physically getting harmed by something. And so a lot of people think that they don't have trauma, right? They're like, oh, I broke my arm when I was seven, but like, that, that's it. That's all I have. And one of the things that I, I like to just normalize is, is that everyone has trauma because trauma is not just a physical harm situation. It can also be an emotional um, situation where there is some sort of break or rupture in a relationship in a situation that we are in a lot of times when we're younger where we think something is one way. We think a connection with another human is one way. We think a situation is something and a break occurs in communication or in that situation that changes our perspective in a way that oftentimes causes shame. That makes us feel like we are separate, like we are 
bad. Like there's something wrong. And so these, what I like to call past painful experiences, if we don't know how to move through those, if we are, cause this isn't something that a lot of us are taught, right? If we yep. don't know how to move through those situations, if we don't have those skills, we don't understand how to, like you said, regulate our nervous system, meaning connect our body to our mind, ground in, get our heartbeat back to normal, get our breathing back to normal. Cause a lot of times those things change during scary or uncertain situations. If we don't know how to do that, then that gets kind of stuck and stored in our body. And it also changes the way that our brain sees the world. So in order for us to not have those painful past experiences, keep coming up and keep like joining us in the present moment, we have to learn how to clear those things out, how to um, release the what our brain learned about that situation and reframe it so that it actually, um, so that it repairs, so mm-hmm. that it, how do I want to say this? So that it restores the connection between our body and brain in a way that feels aligned, that feels good, that feels um, serving for us moving forward in our um, relationships. Yeah. Well, and I love how you said that in terms of the brain body connection, because I think that's what, and I really try to hone in. Cause I, I talk a lot about mindset in my work that I do with clients, but it's not just like this switch your thoughts and everything changes kind of mentality yeah. that I think, you know, can be really harmful unintentionally. I think very well-intentioned people are out there teaching mindset, but if it's not connected to a regulated nervous system and how to feel safer in your body, like it can be really, really problematic. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast. It is truly an honor to be in your ears. Would you do me one quick favor and go leave a rating and review for the show? It allows people to find this free resource and get it into the hands of more people. I would be so grateful if you would take 30 seconds and go do that. I will pick a reviewer every single month to give a free session to. So please head on over, leave a rating and a review and go tell your friends. Thanks so much and see you next week.